0: Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, MLW Rewind is back. You didn't think we were going to just stop when the season finale happened, did you? Nah. We're going to do our own version of the Open Draft. And I got a special one. I'm joined by my podcast life partner, Uncle Bobby B. Say what's up to the people. And I'm also joined. We are also joined by one of my favorite half podcast team. One member of the Dirty Heels. They are not your average podcast. Please welcome to MLW Rewind. Good brother, both.
1: What's happening? Yeah. Was good. Appreciate y'all. I appreciate both of you guys. You already know I'm the DOE. Good brother, both. One half of the motherfucking Dirty Hills podcast. Hashtag Dirty Hills us. We here. We on deck like a ship. man.
0: <laughs> Damn right. The Dirty man. Hills are miss- awesome. Well- I don't
1: <laughs> listen to a lot of other podcasts, but I listen to Dirty Hills. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Nice. Also, man, definitely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? It's been, uh, you and I, shit, you, me, and Kenneth, we've pretty much been down since day one. You guys you mm-hmm. guys, and I connected very early on in the early days of Straight Talk, and it's been a steady, great relationship. I've watched mm-hmm. you guys grow and knock it out of the park. You guys have been down with Straight Talk from day one. You're actually one of my early subscribers when I was like 20. I was 21 <laughs> and 22. It was a Dirty Heels, both and Kenneth right there. So
2: but much appreciated you're either- on
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> all right both let's kick it off so the rules are simple we asked i asked everyone here to pick a top five in no particular order of members free agents we want to see in MLW for the open draft plus two honorable mentions so due to time constraints let's just go like this you give us a name give me a 90 second rundown of why and move on to the next and then we can have a little five minute debate when it's said and done and move on to the next list so brother both.
1: yo yo, yo you, i'm a Yo, I'ma start it off like crazy. I'm going with my man, our dirty hill hardcore champion, Mr. Blaze Haram, man. Feel me? I'm last favorite number one, man. <laughs> Yo, me, I could definitely see that man a member Contra. contract. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, man. I can see him, you feel me, him, Davari, uh um, um, Yusuf. Two doing a thing tearing it down, man. So that's a, one of my number one reasons why I can see Blaze Haram at MLW, man. He'd be a perfect fit. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. and are you with that? Yeah. <laughs> are we going number two? I'm going with my boy Nikolai White. Feel me? For those of y'all that don't know who Nikolai White is, the young boy is good. Drink more water. I could definitely see him as middleweight champion. Feel me? or a member of justice, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, (laughs) such good shit, feel me? And I'm gonna go with number three, I mean, Gio Galvanum, feel me? He's the GSW Soul syndicate champion, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I can see him going head to head with, uh, not even Jordan Oliver, Leo Rush, uh, uh, gringo loco, like I could see matches like dream matches like that going on, man. Like, so I think he's a perfect fit, feel me. And I'm not gonna just see, I don't even see him as middleweight, you know what I'm saying? Material, I see him as uh, MLW champion, you know what I'm saying? So, feel me, I could see him and Hammerstone shaking it up, you know what I'm saying? That has, I like it, I mean? I like it a lot. Over number four, man, and this is crazy. And this is a dark horse, man, and he deserves his dupe, man. JT motherfucking G, man. Feel me? Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I can see JTG, man, just fucking shit up, man. Of course, I see him as, even as heavyweight, middleweight champion. I just can see him go head to head with anybody, man. He has the tools. He's good on the mic, man. And of course, he's going to carry the band of strong for MOW. you know what I'm saying? hmm
2: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: And I'm going to go now number five, man. And this is the all-father, man. I'm going Darius motherfucking Carter, man. I can see Darius Carter, man. Like, just the personality. You feel me? I can see him on commentary. I can see him backstage. I can see him heavyweight champion. Like, Darius has all the tools, man. Like, when I mean all the tools, man, like, come on, man. Feel me? Like, you'll hate to love him. (laughs) You'll hate to love that guy. Now I'm saying, and I'm going to go, here's my honorable mentions, man. Uh, He's a former... Former uh, MLW superstar wrestler, I'm going CW Innocent. Feel me? I recently got to interview him like a couple months ago, man. He's still going strong, man. CW Innocent, I can see you coming back, man, tearing it down and actually being one of the MLW originals to get a title shot because you have yet to get a title shot. So I can see CW Innocent coming for what's really his. You know what I'm saying? We can see the fusion era versus the underground era. You know what I'm saying? That'd be dope, man. That'd be fucking dope. You know, and uh I'm gonna go. This is my last honorable mention: Dirty Motherfucking Daddy, Chris Dickinson. man. I had to go hold. I could see him as a member of Team Filthy. <laughs> Team It oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
2: would just, they would just go together so naturally.
1: so you, know, you see them in New Japan Strong, man. Why not bring it over here to MLW? You know what I'm saying? Like I can see again, Dirty Daddy, Heavyweight Champion, I man. I could see him go head to head with Fatu. You know what I'm saying? I can see him park the la parker and them. like it don't matter man first of all mw roster is not that big anyway so they use what they have mm-hmm. so why not bring some dudes over that's already you know what i'm saying like side be man that's it that's what five mm-hmm. mentions. <laughs> well, i i uh i could say this
0: much right here is that uh that's it for this episode guys we've got our list of the open open drafts there's no one else to discuss Peace no I'm not I'm not going to say that. No we have we have other <laughs> options to make for sure. But well, when would you send your list to me yesterday and I was putting all the pictures together I'm like Jesus, okay? I have to take this person off mine. I have to take this person off mine. I got <laughs> to this fucking guys pick like everybody. Man, I had to get creative.
1: <laughs> would you do the same shit from- to me though? <laughs> y'all did something. I commend y'all both on. I did y'all did something with you alls man. And y'all thought about the women's the fucking vision. Y'all did something. I didn't think about that just right away. I'm like, oh, I, I want to take one of my picks back. You know what? Let me leave it the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your list, I,
0: yeah, <laughs> your list makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense in every aspect of the word. You've got members that can fly solo, guys that can fit very nice into the factions that are already mm-hmm. set up, and mm-hmm. um. Well, one thing we've never seen yet on MLW, which uh, your idea about injustice makes so much sense. We have not seen an internal battle within a faction yet in MLW history. So you put the young goat, Myron Reed, who we've had on MLW, great guy, future star, future Hall of Famer in almost every category. Um, You put him up against, you know, like you said, uh, I'm sorry if I pronounce the name wrong, Nikolai White or even Giovanni Galvanio. Uh, There's nothing wrong with either of those matchups. And to have that internal um, combustion (laughs) aspect happen and then possibly break apart a faction, but see if a faction can rise above if a title changes hands. I Mm -hmm. love the thought process there. And that's why I'm going to give your list a five out of five. There's no (laughs) no debate in there. There's no debate in there.
1: Solid (laughs) list. Thank you, man. I appreciate your job, man. And it's crazy because it took me a little minute to think up this list. You feel me? Like, I tried to think outside the box. I even went to some of my old interviews. I'm like, yo, these guys are not
0: good enough. <laughs> so, Rob, what are your thoughts on both list? Oh,
2: Rob. that's a solid list, and, and his reasoning behind everyone was was perfect, because they would all fit into either one of the existing factions, or they'd create some sort of new drama. Uh, they all fit the style. Like Chris Dickinson, man, Chris Dickinson and Tom Lawler, imagine them two just beating the shit out of people. We'll not even try. fighting each other just beating everyone else
0: we don't have to wait too long to see chris dickinson take on anybody from mlw because that's the main event and mine and boves one of our new favorite promotions gsw oh, and means, hammerstone and dickinson are going to tear the fucking house down at catalyst and shout out to my boy brandon Ascari, our boy brandon nascari because uh, i be called buddy. him i called him when i did the interview with him i mean Corp powers the mad genius but I called fucking Brandon Ascari the Wizard of fucking Oz because he put together some dream matches and it's only their second pay-per-view. What does that fucking tell you? And it's a $15 price point. So if nobody's jumping on that shit yet, you'd be stupid. May 22nd. Shameless plug. GSW for life. For fucking life. Let's go. All right, Robbie. Uncle Bobby B.
2: All right. more your time to shine. Give us your list. All right. All right. So first one, I got a, a Buffalo boy. We've seen him on, last year he was on NXT and AEW, uh, Red Death Daniel Garcia. He's not a huge, like, physically guy, but he's bulking up. I know he's been putting weight on in the off time. Uh, He's solid. He can work hard. He can work technical. His selling is really good. Uh, He's a great character. I I think he'd be a a solid fit in MLW. He could uh, have some real good matches there. Uh, Second guy is, everyone knows this guy, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty is the fucking shit, and I love that guy's attitude. If you read up on him, he's like, "I'm not in a rush to sign anywhere. I want to help the independent scene. Like it's given so much to me, I want to give back to it." I'm like, "That's like,
1: yeah, Tiger style, baby, Tiger style, Tiger style,
2: exactly." <laughs> like that dude is he's he's gonna be a star. He's he's mm-hmm. ready to go. Um, he, I know he's being watched by everyone. All the big promotions are watching him, so it's just a matter of time. But For MLW, I think he would just slide right in and he could do some. Imagine him at a match with Myron Reed, right? And that's the thing. He can work with anybody too because he can work any style. He can high fly. He can work technical. He can do so. He's solid. That's a lock for me. Uh, Next guy we got as partial to our Canadian boys is Mike Speedball Bailey. Uh, Not a ton of people know Speedball Bailey because he couldn't work in the States due to some work visa issues, but he did work in Mexico. He worked in Japan. He works a really stiff martial arts style. Uh, his knees are fucking devastating. He does like a shooting star press with on yeah. his knee, like like <laughs> oh, it fucks you up. I've seen so many people take that move, and I'm just like, oh god, man, like no. Uh, and, and he's just he's phenomenal. So I think now his, his work visa issues are clear. He's good mm-hmm. to work wherever, and uh, he's you're gonna see this guy all over the place now. He's just gonna light it up. Uh, thank you, thank you. Next, uh, next is another local Canadian boy. This is a guy I really really like. Name of Aiden Prince. Uh, he's City. Done, Prince, Prince City, baby. He's done some work on Impact. I believe he has like a part-time contract with Impact. He's uh, he's like a, a smaller cruiserweight style guy. Fuck, I've never seen this guy have a bad match ever, and I've seen him wrestle live at least a dozen times. He's got the cleanest 450 in the business. Period. Ooh. It's just Ooh. hard in motion when that guy jumps. Uh, Ooh. and and for me, I think he would be so good in MLW. Like to, to think of him having a match with Zenshi, Like, oh, oh. All right, all right. Uh, and and on that tip is another guy that's just doing flippy shit because I'm I, I love my flippy shit and that's Mac Ninja. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Mac Ninja, where you been? Because this guy is like Instagram <laughs> highlight central. Like he's just flipping, and he do, you look at him and he's almost like Ringo Local. Like this guy shouldn't be able to do this shit. Yeah, and he's doing crew. like corkscrew fucking moonsaults and just just like wow, man. Like w- what what skill? So again, another guy I think would slide right into MLW. He, he could have some amazing matches, wow. middleweight wow. matches, even if I throw him in there with anybody. And uh, last we got, I got my two honorable mentions. One of them is Mr. Monday Night, the king of the one night stands, Jock Sampson, Woo. and uh, Jock's a great character. Uh, he can go too, but his 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 style, his comedy style, I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a great, great dude. And he's, uh, he's just a solid guy like in real life as well. So I would love to see him uh, get a shot to shine on a bigger stage. And uh, going with, with the women, I, I got to give a shout out to Alley Cat. I'm a big fan of Alley Cat. Uh, I've, I've seen her work a bunch of different styles. I've seen her get busted open and bloody. She's an intergender match specialist. I've seen her wrestle men. I've seen her wrestle women. I've seen her do comedy. I've seen her do hard shit. Like She's a really well-rounded wrestler. She's got a lot of personality. Uh, and and I think if she, she got more chance to shine on a bigger stage, uh, she could definitely... Uh, turn some heads oh man yeah I
0: want
1: to pick a female man I want to
0: go do it well don't worry don't worry because if we do have some time which I think we will we're going to get into some other options and ideas we can debate a little bit on who else we might see so you'll get your time to shine Bo but Bo since you're on the subject what do you think of my boy Uncle Bobby B's list what do you think
1: yo oh man crack man like I said man I put my list out then y'all put y'all list I'm like yo, damn man I might have to you know what (laughs)
2: <laughs> you the can, same uh, thing
1: happened to me when I saw your guys list. I was like, "Oh shit, I should have picked that guy too." Yo, shit. But you, you—it's you, crazy because as big as the wrestling world is, it's small, man. It's small as fuck, man. And all of them cats on your list is solid, man. Yeah, solid. the lead t- Tiger style, man. That's my number one on your list. That was my number one. On oh, your dude, list. it was it's pretty much number one. Like yeah.
2: it wasn't in any order, but Lee Moriarty was the number yeah. one, like that. Yo, you did that. Solid, Bobby. You and got and if he wasn't already signed by NXT, it would have been Christian Casanova. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that that dude's a ready-made star. They don't even... Like, he got... I think they signed him the same time as Parker Bujo. But, like, Parker's going to need some time to learn, like, pro wrestling. Right?
1: Yeah. He's, he's got the look. But, like, Christian Casanova, that dude's ready. Like, just throw him right in. Yo I, yo, yo, I think he should have never left. I think he should have stayed, not to digress, Tristan Casanova, man, because they're going to do him wrong, man. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I <laughs> it, know. Like, I know. Yeah. I know. But you know what?
2: I like what they're doing with Swerzo. So <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally.
0: Yeah,
1: finally. Thank Swerve you. Finally. So There's the word right good. there.
2: Finally.
0: Finally, they're yeah. doing something right. But that's because the writing team consists of everything running through Triple H, and Triple H has still has a great mind for the business. And oh. I've always said that from day one. Uh, yeah. Quick couple thoughts on your list there, Rob, before I get into mine. Uh, I can't say a bad thing about it. And usually yeah. I have a bone to pick with my co-host because, I mean, they're either older tea drinkers, but you're neither. So <laughs> we really get along very, very well. But for the simple fact that your list was well thought out, and like you said, MLW <laughs> does a great job of highlighting flippy shit. So why the fuck not bring some more (laughs) flippy shits to the table? And now that brings me to my list because my list is a mixed bag of power, a mixed bag of flippy shit, and a mixed bag of women. And the reason why there are women on this list, I'll get to it. But the fact of the matter remains is Jacob Fatou is one of the best wrestlers in the game right now. He's untouchable. So when I looked at my first two picks, actually my first three picks, I figured who the fuck could take Jacob Fatou to the limit where he has to be a little bitch and get an interference from the flag? And two names came to mind. The first, Montreal native, Canadian boy, born and bred in the hounds of hell, in the silos of hell, in the fire of hell. That is Frankie, the Beast King. This motherfucker, at his age, I've seen him squat over 750 pounds. And that's literally with one arm, while he's holding his son in the other arm, while he's got his wife on his shoulder, and while he's drinking a smoothie. This motherfucker is a beast incarnate and his name suits him. Well, he also comes out with a killer look and he's one of the nicest guys in the world. He could talk to you with a smile on his face. And two seconds later, he's going really dark and he wants <laughs> to rip your fucking throat out. And, and I've why... seen
2: that guy work comedy spots. It's yes. the funniest shit ever. Cause you don't mm. expect them to crack a joke in the middle of a match, but United he does, sports, you know? Yeah, he does. And he's
0: one of the nicest human beings ever. Somebody I consider one of my very close friends and he deserves his due. Now, number two for me, I mean, it was obvious. I just dropped the episode interview with him. He's a New York boy, so I know Bob is on tap with it. Already, you know, you gotta have you gotta have a little boogie in your life, you gotta have yeah. a little slice boogie in your life. Because yeah. even though he's on NWA right now, he is not confirmed signed. He's I, killing it over there. That match, that last man standing match he had literally last power was mm. fucking insane.
1: So Yo, him and Jack Dane, man, they tore that shit up, man. They tore that shit up. So you got that one with Boogie, man. You definitely got that one, Joe.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And Boogie is a guy who can not only talk on the mic, he's a big boy, and he can do power moves when he needs to, but he can also impress you with his agility and his athleticism. And even though he's over 30, he still runs like he's under 20. So right. this man has a motor that doesn't quit, and I could see him and Jacob two. Also, him and Myron Reed, and I also could see him being a guy that can go toe-to-toe with Hammerstone and maybe strip him of that open weight title, 150%. Ooh. Now, when it comes to MLW, the one thing that I always kind of pick on is the promos. And when mm. you think about promos, you need somebody who can talk the talk, somebody mm. who can walk the walk, somebody mm. who can prophesize success, huh? Jeremy mm. Prophet. That's right. One of the best unsigned Canadian talents is our boy. Oh. You could catch him on Joe Full in the Ring, Jeremy Prophet. He could spit fire on relentless. Now, don't get me wrong. Your boy, George Mackay could cut a promo, but I can't back shit up in the ring, but I can talk (laughs) and talk. But Jeremy Prophet can talk it, walk it, live it, and teach it. And that's right before 9 a.m. before he has a coffee and steals your girl because it's fun to do. (laughs) Jeremy Prophet is a beast and he's somebody that deserves to be highlighted and spotted. And he's somebody who's trying to push more people to have eyes on Canada. We've been saying this for years that we need an NXT North because the North needs to be represented. UK got it. And that's great. But we also have some of the hardest-hitting Canadian strong style is no fucking joke, led by the King of Kings, your current X Division champion, Josh Alexander. So, I mean, when it comes to hard-hitting, talkers, walkers, Jeremy Prophet. And, of course, I had to go with Rob on this because Speedball Mike Bailey, he deserves to be highlighted and showcased Mm -hmm. more. And not only could he do things for MLW, as in put a lot more eyes on it from the North that need to have more eyes on it, but he can also show and prove. And one dream match in my head right now. Bear with me, gentlemen. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of love here. Speedball Mike Bailey versus Myron Reed versus Leo Rush versus Jensi for the middleweight fucking championship. Write it up, Court Bauer. I know you watch me. i told you, hire me as a booker. Pay attention. Let me teach you something. <laughs> that match right there—that would match of the year for six years in a fucking row. Fucking ten years in a row. I want
2: to see. I want to see Speedball and Domino Carini. I want to see Whoa. Speedball fucking kick him in the face when he goes to shoot him. Yes, Whoa. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck that Speedball versus Gino Medina. Speedball versus
1: Richard Holiday. Fuck. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy uh, Jeremy versus uh, Richard Holiday. That'd oh be, my god. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Too much charisma in the ring. It wouldn't be able to explode
0: they suggest no. you know what richard holiday needs to have some canadian some canadian blood in in dynasty i mean yeah. if, if anybody's dynastic jeremy prophet is the only difference is that jeremy prophet will secretly steal the caribbean title and steal richard holiday's earbuds and <laughs> steal out too for a steak dinner yeah richard we know you got to think for you don't have to admit it but we know we watch we know we know all right my number five is a woman and it's a woman because it deserves to be mlw is missing a woman's division they are the only company right now that doesn't have it i know they talked about it before the pandemic started but it still hasn't kicked off i'm hoping in july we'll see something very different but mm-hmm. i i fully firmly believe that russian dynamite one of the strongest sweetest uh, yep. most amazing female talent. She's also a soul syndicate champion over at GSW. She yep. is the number one. If she is, she can literally go out anytime she wants to get that GSW women's belt. If she chooses to, but it's Russian dynamite, Masha Slamovich. Let me hear something because this girl is a beast. I have seen her turn one of the best strongest Canadian women in Divya inside out. She dropped <laughs> her on her head. And when she did, she did this. She just smiled because she yeah. just broke her in fucking half. And it was amazing. It was
2: amazing. you know when people say people say they're built different, like yeah. everyone's like, oh, I'm built different. Masu Slamovich is yeah. built different, yeah. legit. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, yeah. Like we he got, is something else, yeah. man. We got the chance to see her at the GSW High voltage shapings and that. Yo, I have to honestly tell her, keep doing what you're doing, Shorty, because you 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 something different. You yeah. something different. Great pick, man. Yo, George, you got that one, boy. you got that one. And you stole that from me, motherfucker. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Shut up
0: stop talking all right and my honorable mentions is uh somebody who uh you know left wwe uh you know basically under underappreciated and underutilized his commentary skills are world renowned uh Ooh. and he's putting the work we would know him best as aiden english but we know him by his real name which is matthew uh redwald i hope i'm saying it right again i'm bad with names but um he could fit in great with contra i would love to see him and simon gotch unite but more under a darker, angler, rougher got some, got some shit to get off my chest kind of tag team. And they could be somebody that could really do well in knocking off those parks. So, um, I think that would be fire. And another honorable mention is another woman a former guest of mine, Ray Lynn. She is down to earth. She's humble, but I've seen matches with her at warrior wrestling. She also had a great showing at AEW dark, but you know, AEW dark only picks who they, uh, they want to pick. I'm not saying there's political shit there, but there is. (laughs)
3: Oh, okay. this politics.
0: Like yeah, but AEW tends to show it a little bit more. That's why with AEW, I'm hit and miss sometimes. If I'm in the mood for it, I'm in the mood for it. But at the end of the day, Raylan is somebody that I could see going far. And I think her versus Masha Slamovich for the inaugural MLW women's championship match would be a barn burner. But here's the kicker: they need to go for 30 minutes. You can't give me 20. You can't do me like you did Leo versus Leo versus Reed Two. You gotta yeah. give me thirty plus minutes, and Court Power, for fuck's sakes, make your show ninety minutes. Give me an extra thirty. I think we deserve it as faithful yeah.
1: fans.
2: Okay. Well, if you're if you're gonna bring in a women's division, you need that extra half hour, man. Absolutely,
0: absolutely.
1: Got to make it an Iron Man match for the, the for the no uh, uh, MLW women's time. It has to be an Iron Woman's Man match, and I'm going Monster. I'm going Monster. She, <laughs> I'm going her, man. And she could me. fit,
2: man. She could fit anywhere. Like, I'd love to see her in MLW, but you could stick her any promotion, any big one. She right in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Uncle Bobby B, what do you think of my list?
0: What's your thoughts?
2: Pfft, solid list, brother. I'm concerned yeah. you stole half the picks for me. <laughs> exceptionally solid list.
0: You know what, Rob? Uh, That's fine. You can say what you want to say. The fact is I have the text messages here. Anybody wants to private message before this? Oh, you fast. got receipts. I got receipts, okay? <laughs> I, I cash in my receipts all the time. We're in a digital age. You got to have proof of purchase, my friend. And you did not purchase. You thought about it. You picked it up off the shelf, but then you put it back. And when you put it back, I snatched it. That's okay. what people do. I'm the guy at the toy store that follows you around. And when you put down your Andre the Giant action figure, I pick it up. It's right fucking the motherfucker. There, okay? That When I
2: walk away from the slot machine, you put a quarter in and win
0: the jackpot. There's nothing wrong with that. I've done that a few times, Shit. and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Both. What are your thoughts on my list?
1: Yo, y'all stupid. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yo, yo, great, great, dope ass list. I'm not gonna hold you. The women's, the women's, your women's. It's it, the overall pick out of everybody you did on your list. The women's, I I got to agree that was the best picks on your list, the women's, because they definitely do need a, a women's division. And I do remember them talking about it a minute ago, man. You know what I'm saying? They kind of dropped the ball on that, man. So hopefully they have picked the ball back up, but you got it, man. You got it. Jordan. And like, Absolutely. yo,
2: Masha, Masha's she's, I'm pretty sure she's done like, like shoot fighting, like MMA stuff. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Masha as part of Team Filthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she not. could care. she she could be your flagship like women's division superstar. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but yeah. I can see her only being a team filthy for a little bit before she gets because Masha doesn't play dirty. She just likes to go in there and kick the shit out of people and leave. Yeah. So yeah, but team it would be a, good start a, a hard start. pill to swallow for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know who I can see? You know, and this is you know these are my two picks because since we're talking about the women's division, yo, we got to throw Eva Least in there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Uh, uh,
0: hold on what about her attitude problems because she does have a lot of attitude problems
1: uh, yeah yeah i wouldn't mind seeing her there i wouldn't mind seeing her what is her name oh uh, oh man vicious vicky she oh man yes. Vicky and then lady frost right there oh. that's that's your women's division right there hold on yep. i could raise the bar on that for you that's not the whole
0: division okay why don't we throw in uh somebody young somebody that's got a lot of ability to go for Literally 45 to an hour because I've seen it on YouTube. Why don't we get a little bit of reality in uh Maddie Ronkowski and then also we add a little Billy Starks because Billy Starks could carry that division for many many years. So yeah. There's a lot, Billy's good, man. Billy's good. Women. She's 16. Yeah. Like, you got to give her a little more time. She's not even done school yet, man. She's yeah. not even done school, but I tell you what, watch go online, search up <laughs> Billy Starks. Watch the no, max I've she really Sienna. Start. the match she, she had really with Sienna crap. tells me she's ready to go she could Billy starks is a girl that could balance school balance her home life balance working out balance being yeah. the women's champion and not only could you do that but we also get pizza cat jr and i fucking love pizza
1: cat jr so <laughs> the jungle boy the jungle boy of mow she'll and be the she jungle- will. She will. I, so I like that. I definitely dig that. Jack Perry shit. I dig that. Absolutely. And also,
0: you know what? You can also throw in if you wanted to. I know she's training, but Roddy Roddy Piper's daughter. She's a valet Ooh. right now for her fiance. But Roddy Roddy Piper's daughter, I've seen some Piper. training videos she's posted. She has some ability. Her clothesline is reminiscent
1: of her father. She does Girl, you know, She does look good. She does you know, look good when i when I see. I thought yo, I could have seen, you know, I could have seen this before impact. I could have seen Rachel Elridge, you know what I'm saying? And MLW. I could have seen her, like her coming to Impact Wrestling was like, oh, I've never seen that coming. You know what I'm saying? But if they wanted to put her somewhere, they could have put her in MLW. you know what I'm saying? That'd have been dope, man. That'd have been dope. That'd have been fucking out of sight, man. Well,
0: you know what the great thing is about this, and obviously we're gonna have to jump into the uh the second uh second interview for sure because I think we're having too great of a conversation, but the fact is is that with all these unsigned females that are in this business, in this game that are changing the game and making people pay attention, Court Bauer would not be a smart businessman if he didn't try to pick up some of these girls because not only could he do that, but also with this forbidden door being open, which no offense, both knows, and I've stated it for a long time, MLW had the door open many, many years ago. They were yes. utilizing people from New Japan way before anybody else was. They yes. were utilizing, I mean, they brought back Brian Pillman a few times, even though we still yes. had a contract with AEW. In my opinion, Brian Pillman should just be loaned out back to MLW because he'd have way more fucking TV time than he does oh, as one half man. of a new American blonde. Oh,
1: oh, man. It would be no varsity blondes, man. Yeah. He should have he been the overweight t- uh, champion. I ain't going to lie. He should have been that champion. Damn, that's crazy. It, oh, man. And he was the last... Speaking
0: of the open weight championship, let's talk about yeah. this for a second because this is interesting. I've stated a few times that I think the open weight championship is kind of a little bit of a joke because really it's your number one contender's championship, but yet the number one contender has not had a title shot in two fucking years. Now we know the storyline, we know the reasons why, but what do you think about my idea that after Hammerstone finally gets his title shot at two, which is going to happen because he's going to win, he's going to win Battle Riot? We already know this. What if we were to make that championship match like a Money in the Bank style championship? So you can wear it, you can own it, you can cash it in and leave it vacant anytime you want to take on the MLW Heavyweight Champion. I don't think there's a need for two Heavyweight Championships, and even Hammerstone has said it. So what are your guys' thoughts on that idea of making it like a Money in the Bank style championship? Anytime you want a shot, you leave the belt uh, uh, vacant, and you take your shot.
2: So kind of like, but is it, and it's defendable, right? Like, so if somebody else beats you while you have that, then they get that title, and so exactly. kind of like what New Japan does with the... Yes, yeah
0: yeah three things. Very similar, I
1: mean, very similar. It, it's better than an opera cup. I honest, I mean, it's, it's way better than an opera cup, so I'm going with it, man. And I am I would see Davy Boy Smith Jr. or Loki winning that 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 ladder match for that that belt, man. Or Loki. Yeah.
0: And you got to put Bud Heavy in there because we know he'll last at least eight seconds.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> so, you know, with titles titles are like if you got too many titles it devalues the titles right it's like sure. it's like remember when wwe had like a dozen championships it's like well everybody's a fucking champion now so it's like yeah. there's no prestige involved with it yeah uh, the less but championships no prestige you have, the more any, any championship
0: that's happened in the last five years the cruiserweight champion is is a joke uh the 24 yeah. 7 champion is just a running joke i mean uh our truth i think is what 97 time champion <laughs> or some stupid
2: shit like Damn that like <laughs> yeah <Damn, man. laughs> It's Yo, the well, props to our truth for, like, staying relevant, man. And, like, guy's still going. You can put him anywhere. He'll work. Like, yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah. I think our truth is just happy to I, be there. <laughs> I
1: got, man, I got a question, since we talk at MLW and stuff like that. What do y'all think this, on this so-called relationship? was supposed to be with NXT or MOW. We don't know if it's true or not, but what do you think on your thoughts if it was to happen and who would win? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you feel me? I thought it was
0: official. I tweeted a picture of Triple H's burger account. That's not legitimate. Is that not legitimate?
1: Oh, sorry. Whoops. Burner. it says burner i don't trust it anything. Else. says burner account
0: <laughs> well that's why i posted it because it said burner but everybody's like it's not official i'm like i know that fuckers that's why i posted with triple h burner it was meant to be a joke but then i had to keep clarifying, and i was like it's not funny anymore now you're just making me work too hard and i don't want to yeah. work this hard i don't want to work this hard but <laughs> yeah. it, honestly and truly if it does come into fruition and we'll get everybody's thoughts quickly before we jump on the second interview and then i'll edit it all together but in my opinion, I think it would be a great working relationship because Triple H has a great mind for the business, as does Court Bauer. But here's the thing if you're going to bring in this kind of invasion angle, which we've seen work before and it's never worked correctly, if you're yeah. going to bring in an invasion angle, you have to bring it in with the mean something. So you have to create a tournament or some, so maybe ask a couple of the NXT boys to come into the Opera Cup tournament. Or maybe when yes. Hammerstone finally relinquishes the uh, Open Weight Championship, you have the right. Open Weight Tournament again. And then that's a way to bring it in. Now, at that point, it would be behind the scenes who would emerge, but I obviously feel like it would end up with an NXT representative and one person that stands to mind for me that I really think deserves a place to shine uh, from NXT that I don't think has had a fair shake, and I think they should bring him back down because his promo skills still need work. I believe that um, Damian Priest should be brought back down to NXT and be swung over to MLW to compete in the tournament because I think Damian Priest is a guy that could go one-on-one With And to put this in my head, and I think this is a great match, Calvin Tankman. I think that should be your finals for this match. And it would pretty much end in no decision. And then we get Priest versus Tankman too, which would just be upping the ante. You got to do a last man standing at that point. But at the end of the day, MLW, MLW roster member would still win. And I think Calvin Tankman would be the guy to usher in this new era of coexistence if it were
1: to happen. Okay, 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 I like that. So, how about screw NXT? How about we have the 205 division come over to MOW? You feel me? That'd be dope. Yeah. Give me sauce. Give me fucking Alex Zayden and sauce all fucking
0: oh Yo, y'all just first match me.
1: yesterday. Give me, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Bring Escobar over there with, with his team. Like, I don't give me the 205 division. You know what I'm saying? Give me the
0: stallion kid. Oh, my you God. Me? You bring over Escobar and you put him with Gino Medina. Holy fucking shit. You feel me? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that just blew my fucking – I'm exhausted. I I, I I just had a heart attack a little bit, I think. I think the – fact I just had my vaccine today. I think I'm getting a little bit tingly here. But seriously <laughs> – you bring over Escobar and then you slide him with ah. Dina in there, and all of a sudden we got like
1: a, a Spanish four Horseman? Holy fuck. Yeah. Let's, let's, I can see that happening, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to be honest with you. If you have NXT come over there, yes, there, there's some people that be on 205, that be on NXT, NXT, to on 205. But if you just have NXT coming over there, I'm going to be honest with you. They're going to crush MLW. <laughs> they're going to crush MLW. But if you, so like, that's, have, <laughs> if you that's
2: just That's usually have, how it works, right? Yeah. You got like you got two promotions that are gonna work together. One's usually mm-hmm. bigger than the other. Mm-hmm. So the benefit for the bigger promotion is it strengthens their brand because they're gonna mm-hmm. go over over the smaller mm-hmm. promotion. But the smaller promotions guys are gonna get more exposure, kind of like what's happening with Impact
1: and, and AEW. Now the twelve five division, if you have them come over, they both win. They both exactly they, they get the less TV time. The twelve five division. So exactly, have, yo, shake this shit up, man. That
2: ass, man. That's how you it's, do it. That's it's 100%. It. That's brilliant. That's how you do it, man. That's I
0: like it. it. I like it. All right. Well, let's break right now real quick, guys. Um, You're going to see the ad for, uh, you know, the fantastic promo that I cut for Squared Circle because there is no offseason here. We that never was fucking fire. heard of it. Oh, and, then yeah. we're gonna, and then we're going to come back for part two. So stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back after this.
1: Peace.
0: You ever been underestimated? I
3: have. You ever been ghosted? I have. You ever look and wonder how come it's not working? I have. Doubt, anxiety, stress. It's a motherfucker. But then you sit down and you have a conversation. Life-changing. The fire reignites. It starts all over again the fuel, the hunger, the passion, the drive. I got it all. Me, I'll sleep when I'm dead. This is everything. This is what I want. No more waiting, no more asking, no more hoping. Kick the door in, make them see you, make them recognize. So when it comes to me, I'm gonna show you whether you wanna see it or not. So go ahead, underestimate me, doubt me, hate me. I'm never gonna stop. Here, there is no off season. I never heard of it. And when it comes down to me, when all the smoke clears and I'm standing at the top, looking down at what I built, That's when I stop, soak it in for a minute, but then realize there's 50,000 more right behind me. Go ahead, underestimate me. I live for that shit.
0: Well, we're back and you just saw the no off season ad and it is no off season here because we still talking MLW, the open draft. We're getting into debates about the women's division, about the possibilities of NXT coming over. now. Here's a question I want to pose to both of you, and I'll give you each two minutes. There have already been working relationships with New Japan. We've seen Rocky Romero on multiple appearances this year alone, where he's mm-hmm. had some great matches. What are the possibilities that we could get guys of the caliber? I mean, not Tama. Tom is pretty much untouchable right now, and I understand that. But what if we were to get a match of, say, a Switchblade versus a Tom Lawler? Or... Mm-hmm. A Chase Owens versus a Kevin Koo. Not Dominic Garini. I like Garini, but Koo's a little bit better (laughs) in the ring. Let's be honest. What if we were to get a a possible Bullet Club crossover? Because you know what? There's been a lot of Bullet Club conversations between Impact and AEW. Why not have current Bullet Club members come over but come over on a smaller brand like MLW to highlight what Bullet Club's about? I mean, I would love to see. I'm a big Chase Owens guy. We know this. I love the crowd yeah i also love switchblade as well jay white is fire and that guy jay i mean Blake, fuck that that's promos in
2: the business right now underrated oh, absolutely
0: so, uh, think think about what he can do with gringo loco or zenshi mm-hmm. like that's just whoo but Bo, mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it to you first what are your thoughts on seeing more new japan members come over to the mlw side of things
1: i'll be mean, honest with you man if you could bring kenta over to aew man open up that fucking door man yeah you know I'm saying you if you would get Kenta over, yo, why not bring Chase over Chase uh Chase Owens over there? Or uh, why not bring Switchblade over there? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bring Jeff Cobb over there, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you could, I could see a lot of dudes over there at MOW, man. Like, so that's anything is possible, man. Anything is possible. If you if you looking at it for the long term and the best for your business and your promotion, man, why not make it happen?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rob, and what why- are your thoughts? Man, I'm, I'm happy to see New Japan guys anywhere. I love New Japan. It's, it's harder to watch because it's on at, like, you know, four in the morning for us and, mm-hmm. and stuff. But, but man, the, the actual wrestling is some of the, the best. It's a different style, right? Japanese style, a little different. But most of those guys can work pretty much any style. And, like, it's so much fun to watch, dude. There would be so many interesting matches you could have. And, like you said, Bullet Club still got a lot of guys. You, you bring over some of the Bullet Club guys Think about, like, Bullet Club and Contra maybe having a little bit of a beef. Ooh, yes. yes. Like, well, we,
1: know, con- <laughs> <laughs> we know Contra. <laughs> we know Contra not. would we'll never be honest with you, man. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine Tama, Tama cutting a promo on Joseph Samael, but then Joseph Samael firing back? Could you imagine yo, uh, what that would fucking look like?
1: Samael going to win. He bad. That boy bad. My- you know like, imagine. Yo, imagine. Joseph Samael
0: makes me want to shave my head completely dye everything black and white and smoke cigars and just look fucking angry all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Jeff Cobb and fucking Jacob Fatu. Like, yeah. imagine. Oh, come on, man. That's Montez and, and, and Jeff Cobb. We all know Jeff Cobb was the master of my times, brother in Lucha Underground. yeah that's, that's true. That's while. true. Yo, come on, man. You got Dario back, man. Make that shit happen, man.
0: You know what, let's talk about that for a second. Thank you, Bob, as always. See, Brother Bob always segueing, and I love this motherfucker for it. He's a segue king. I love it. So I I connected the dots right away to Lucha Underground and Aztec Underground being very similar. But for some reason in my head, I had Vampiro. I just had Vampiro in my head. I didn't want to think about anybody else from, from Lucha Underground. I don't know why, but I just had Vampiro in my head, and maybe that's because... I've watched that documentary so many times and yeah. it's one of the best things that came out of this year. Yeah. Um, the, the story of redemption, the father-daughter tale, I'm a girl, yeah. dad, I'm all about that shit. But yeah. I, I never connected it
1: to fucking Dario. And it, when it <laughs> happened, I was like- <laughs> It's crazy because Dario died in Lucha Underground, then his grandfather came over, but we also knew that was through Dario. So yeah, you know, it's 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 ill, man. I could never, with, with Vampiro, I know he's going through mental health issues. So I knew he couldn't really, you know what I'm saying? Really be yeah. the person. Feel me? And nothing against Selena. She's good at her job. She ain't Odario. <laughs> no.
0: And the great thing about uh, Selena De La Renta, don't get me wrong. She's easy on the eyes. Uh, she can, when she can go straight, like straight Latina, and then also just give me those like tight dresses and stuff. I don't <laughs> mind any of that. I don't mind it at all. I enjoy it. But let's be honest, Selena de La Renta is only good at maneuvering so far. So yeah. you need somebody like a Dario to come over top. But what's exciting now yeah. is that we know somewhere down the line, Dario and Samael are going to have yeah. words. Yeah. And when that promo happens, anyone who still has problems on the mic, shut up, listen, take notes and pay attention. Because when those two fire back and forth, don't get me wrong. Watching Samael go at Hammerstone was enjoyable. Yeah. But who won that battle? Samael yeah. did. Real shit. There was, Real there, shit. Was, there, was, there was no way that Alex Hammerstone was going to sit there with his Justin Bieber, you know, to the side, uh, fangs <laughs> in the front. There was no way he was going to beat somebody like Joseph Samuel, who literally half the time doesn't have to say anything. He could have mm-hmm. just walked out lit the stogie, blew it in front mm-hmm. of the camera, and said, Hail Contra, and you would have been like, I love everything about Contra. He's
2: That's got the five. eyes, man. <laughs>
1: Samuel has the crazy eyes. He does. So 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 do you see, do you see uh Fatu beating Hammerstone when it finally happens? And then do you actually see since you see you see uh, Samuel and Dario clashing, do you see Fatu and uh Mil Mortez clashing out, you feel me? For the, let's say, what if they bring the Azteca Underground Championship back? Do you see that happening? You feel me? Them two, Fox and Mil going at it for the beef, you know, for the uh, for MOW. Uh, you know what? Fuck,
0: Jesus Christ! You're making me work today, and I love yep. it. I do. I love it. I love it. All right. So here's. Uh, I'm gonna just take two quick minutes, and I'm gonna let Rob get in on the action here. But this is the way I see it playing out. So Hammerstone beats Fatou because it's a two-and-a-half-year two storyline. It has to end with Hammerstone winning or it just doesn't make sense. You spend right. two years of keeping him down. It has to make sense. Mm. So this is where I see the connection. Dario goes over to Samuel and says, if we unite, we can take down Hammerstone. Then we get Mil Mortis and we get Fatou in a triple threat with Hammerstone. They both go for the pin. There's no clear winner. There is a clear loser. Hammerstone is out. Maybe we do a kayfabe injury. Then all of a sudden, it's, well, who is the MLW heavyweight champion? Is it Mel Mortis? Or is it Jacob Fatu? And the only way to decide that is to have the two mouthpieces start doing the talking. You do a really slow build. Give me five, six weeks of solid back and forth, contra-hacking Aztec Underground, the Dario the making calls on his fucking red phone, which I love. And <laughs> at the end of it, you just have the talking be over, and you have Mel Mortis go at Jacob Fettu in an all-out fucking war, or even yet, forget Mill Mortis for a second. What if we had one of the young bucks, one of the guys from fucking uh, the Los Parks? What if we had Hijo de la Parque or somebody like that? Somebody that's got the go, that can Ooh. go toe-to-toe. Or what about that wonderful fucking bodyguard, the insurance policy? That dude like looked like he was ring fucking ready. So what about we bring that motherfucker in the mix? Right,
1: right, right, right. Okay, book right. of Okay, book a man. <laughs> Court Bauer, I'm waiting for the call. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
2: so, well, Rob, what do you think? What are what you talking what, about? What you, who was talking about bringing back Aztec Underground Championship?
1: Both. Yeah. Both. Fucking. Okay. Mad so genius are, over here. The Harlem Mad Genius. I like that idea. It's so the weed. Is, <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well,
1: I know. I've been smoking dabs <laughs> the whole time.
2: Yo, well, how about you have Hammerstone beat Fatu clean? And they unify those championships, so you get rid of the open weight, and now you've got the heavyweight, and you bring Aztec Underground Championship in, and now you can branch off with all those Aztec Underground stories. So it's different from your perspective, George, but I like yours better because it had more. Mine's just a really simple, you do this, yours is like a build. So I'm not the Booker man, Court. I'm good for podcasting, but
1: George is the Booker man. Yo, we're going to put you on the creative team, man. We're going to put Bobby. We're going to put you on the creative team. You good. Yeah,
0: man. That's okay. Yeah, you could you could just be my assistant. Get me coffee while Bob and I discuss three matches. As long as it's not me. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll
0: probably be getting coffee for Richard Holiday. <laughs> okay, speaking of that. So, again, great segue, gentlemen. Richard Holiday, with all this talk of open drafts, with all this talk uh-huh. of everything, with all this talk of Gino, because Gino Medina is not done. I never no. left Dynasty. I fucking quit, bitch. And he drops Holiday on his head. So now Holiday is out with, you know, concussion issues, head injuries. Mm-hmm. If the Caribbean Championship, let's say, has to be vacated because of what's going on with Holiday. Now, obviously, that makes Gino Medina the logical number one contender. Mm-hmm. But who do you put in a match with Gino to say become the new Caribbean champion? There's only two people that I could think of. One has yet to secure a win this year in MLW, he's mm-hmm. the aerial artist Zenshi. Mm. But then the other person that I could put in the thing, and I think it makes logical sense the other person I would put in because I feel like he's been really underutilized and he needs to get gold because now Myron's got gold and he's kind of got nothing. You got to put Jordan Oliver in the mix. Yeah. What would you think about Oliver versus Medina or Zensi versus Medina or maybe a triple threat if that Caribbean championship becomes vacated?
1: It's Gino has to win. Gino has to win. I want to digress real quick with the whole dynasty shit. It's over for the dynasty. It was over with MJ. (laughs) It was over, you know what I'm saying? You know, but I see Gino because that guy, he's he's a workhorse. You know what I'm saying? He's holding it down in Texas and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see him. I see him being mentored by Savio. Let's not forget Savio Vega might come back into play because, you know, he really never lost
0: that. You know what I'm saying? Didn't he get buried alive by Mel 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 Mortis in that Aztec jungle fight?
2: That, what does that mean in wrestling? Yeah.
0: Well, listen, let's agree on this. Bova, I know you agree with me on this. The Aztec under the Aztec jungle fight was way better than the Barclay Brawl. That was in the back fucking of the arena in the dumpster. That was the garbage <laughs> shoot of the fucking arena. Come on. Come on, court. You couldn't give me a little bit more than that. The best part about that match was the cameraman saying, We gotta get the fuck out of here. That was the best <laughs> part of my
1: match, man. Oh my god. I agree. I agree. But it was dope. <laughs> It was dope, man. I I like the whole feel of the jungle shit, man. They they could do more shit like that. That's dope. (laughs) And what about Conan? That's a storyline we never really got
0: a a clear resolution to. Did Selena have Mel Mortis kill Conan? Or is Conan still possibly going to reappear as well, also having a connection to Aztec Underground?
1: Well, he he said a year ago, a year ago that Selena was pissing off the wrong people. I remember that conversation. You know, what I'm saying so it's a possibility. And hopefully Bobby agree with me, he could play a major part, you know what I'm saying, in that underground, you know? Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? You feel me? Do you, you know? think
0: that there's a possible, a possible invasion angle from Aztec Underground? Because he is building a new temple. What if we see Lucha Underground all of a sudden reappear? That warehouse is still standing that warehouse is still standing it yo. never really disappeared
1: yo now you making me work <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you man all of that shit is not gonna really make sense until this pandemic should really die down i love the footage and i love all the footage that they've been catching since the you know what i'm saying since the pandemic but it's it's not gonna really make sense until this shit ends, man. We don't really know. We don't really fucking know, man. <laughs> oh, I'm
2: fucking so sick of I, pandemic shit. Like I just want to go watch some fucking wrestling again. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, you know
2: least, what I mean. bo at least you've been able to go to shows.
0: At least yeah, you at least you're open up again. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You get to go. You get to go where we can All week, <clears> Oh, speaking of something else here, before we get into the pandemic stuff. What about yeah. a possible? Because I've heard rumors. I don't know if it's true. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't quote me on this, but what about a possible uniting between or a partnership between NWA and MLW?
1: Oh, it would be dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Bobby, you said it. You took the word out of my mouth. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I can see all this in MLW. I can see any one of them in MLW. Let's see the, let's see the Pope. You know what I'm saying? Let's oh see. Oh my God. I- Give me Pope versus Reed.
2: Shut up and take my fucking money. They no, both I'm don't gonna... have huge <laughs> rosters, right? So, like, it, it would make sense. NWA has women. So, yeah. if MLW wants to start a women's division, they don't have a deep roster. They can, you know, pull from, from NWA and give NWA people
1: more exposure. <laughs> Win-win for both guys. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa come over. Have yeah. come over that, yo, you could make that shit happen, man. That's money. That's oh, my money. God. Thunder
0: Rosa comes back. Thunder Rosa comes in and there's another connection from Aztec. Under
2: fuck, Core Bauer, what the hell? Just hired hey, three Cor- us. We've just done hey, all R- Billy, Billy, I listened to Smashing Pumpkins. I was an ex teenager. I had melancholy and in the infinite sound the <laughs> fucking CD. Like, guys, make this happen, please.
0: <laughs> you know what? I that's I, I in asking the question. I didn't even think about. And I loved Thunder Rosa in. Uh, i you could say i, I love
1: smashing pumpkins
0: <laughs> listen i don't get me wrong okay fucking don't get me wrong a rat in a cage i don't even know the name of the song but i am my rage i'm still i love that with song. butterfly wings there you go thank you great song okay great song it, again <laughs> a title that makes no sense to the lyrics because it's just like chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water from the biscuit. made no fucking sense but we remember <laughs> my generation the album title made no sense but my fuck you rob everybody sang my generation i know for a <laughs> Both had the fucking Roland remix on his playlist with Method Man and Exhibit. Give me a fucking break. That shit was fire. Okay. And don't oh, forget man. Fred Durst versus, Fred Durst, Method Man, shut the fuck up. That could be my theme song. Shut the fuck up. That's it. Straight up. Shut the fuck up. All right. All right. No judgment.
1: I love it. Yeah, you, you know. It. I love it.
0: But you know what? In having the partnership with NWA, I think that makes the most sense. If we're talking about all these inner workings and, and we're talking about possibly building up rosters and building up a women's division, that's a great place to start. And if you want to have an inaugural champion, Serena Deeb right now is on the shelf. We're looking yeah. for a number one contender. Obviously, Camille Brickhouse, she is a logical choice. She is the 10th wonder of the world. She is the next yeah. China, the second coming. There is no yeah. debate about that. Yeah. But when I look at Camille Brickhouse, she still has work to do. So why not put her in a tournament and add some of these independent women that we've talked about? That builds Mm -hmm. her up. You get a squash match here and there. Then she has tougher opponents like Ray Lynn, Billy Starts, Mm -hmm. then you work her up Mm -hmm. to the Masha Slam. Imagine Camille Brickhouse and Masha Slamovich. Brickhouse versus Dynamite? Holy
1: (laughs) shit. That that has to be an I quit match. That's gonna have to be an eye quit match if they go at it. I ain't gonna hold you because they're not gonna like they're not gonna quit. Uh, Camille Brookhouse, they're not gonna quit, man. so that has to—it has to be a stipulation added to that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, and somebody
0: has to, somebody has to have blood all over their face and just pass <laughs> out, but not quit, and then you just get, get uh, iconic. Sto- I can see matches slamming this red hair bleeding.
1: Yo, yo, pass we, out. we ain't touch bases on tag teams though. You feel me? Because MLW, yes, they- I do, I yo. do,
0: and you know what? Stop, stop doing my job for me. You're segueing too much. Stop it. All right. So tag teams. All right. We're going to discuss tag teams now. So we've talked about Lucha Underground. They had some great tag teams. We -hmm. also talked about NWA and they have some great tag teams. But Mm -hmm. what what if, because there's a lot of vets in NWA. There's a lot of free talent and a lot of great talent that comes with Lucha Underground. I mean, you can get Chavo Guerrero. You can also, we forgot to throw somebody else in the mix who's a great female talent. She's part of the GSW roster, Saul Guerrero. We forgot about Saul Guerrero. And the
1: connection connection
0: is there with everything from lucha underground and with and with everything that comes with it plus if we bring in her husband there's also the connection there so there's a lot of things that tie in right away but what if mlw broke down barriers for the first time i like tag teams and mlw's got a great tag team roster but you're right it's very thin so we bring over the nwa with tag teams we get some of that mexican flavor in los parks there's a connection there there's a lot of great (laughs) Also, Triple A, there's working relationships with Triple A. We could bring over some of their talent. But Man. what if I've never seen this before? But what if we had a first time ever intergender tag team? Damn. I've never seen it before. you? Yes. It could work. It could legit. Think about it. Camille Workhouse oh. and her husband, that's one. Soma and her, her husband,
1: that's two. Wasn't Eric I'm Young? Sure. Wasn't like, Eric and ODB like knockouts tag team champions? They were. They were okay.
0: Uh, Impact I, uh, was the first, the first team to like, but it wasn't an intergender tag team championship, okay. so okay. that's okay. why it was a little different. I'm talking about making the first ever intergender tag team division in in a major promotion. Indie promotions have done it, but I'm talking major. Well, those they, promoters don't like doing intergender matches. I know that for a fact. I get that, but this is this is different. Okay, fine. Scratch intergender. Yeah. Then what about a mixed tag team championship? Yeah. You have the yeah. girls face the girl. Think about it: Saul Guerrero and Camille Brickhouse versus yeah, it's a tag. and Thomas Latimer. <laughs> Come on, that's fire! That,
1: that I like. That's fire. I do like that. I do like that. I didn't want to hold you. That's crazy. Remember when WWE did that mixed tag challenge? That shit was fun. It no, was it, fun. It was fun, and we all thought that Braun
0: Strowman broke, you know, Alexa Bliss because it's logical that he would, but he yeah. didn't. But it's logical. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they take it too seriously, it was meant to be fun. That's what I liked about it. And it was meant to be fun. for charity. But I'm talking about bringing the seriousness and that realism Ooh. to it.
2: husband and
1: wife. But I'm team. saying I like it because that, yeah. that whole thing Doesn't worked. That mean- like those matches were enjoyable to watch. So, yeah, it could work. Fuck yeah. Doesn't that mean everybody everybody has to have a manager in the valet? Dude? We're going to have an independent tag team, though. Everybody has to have a manager in the valet. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I miss that. <laughs> I miss manager
0: Aria Blake and Selena Della Renta were the two best, well, they were the only two valets, really, that MLW had, but they were two of the best. Also, really good wrestlers, just never given a fair opportunity. But Mm -hmm. if you think about it, if you think about it, Aria Blake is still kind of, even though she's a free agent, she still sprinkles appearances here and there. Yeah, And also, her and TJP are expecting. So once yes. once she's done, once she's done with the baby, once the baby is is there and, and, and healthy and everything's good. And again, congratulations to TJP and Aria Blake. Can't Absolutely, wait for you guys bro. to become parents. Congrats. Yeah, that's Congrats. gonna be awesome. But think about it, TJP and Aria Blake, there's another member of this mixed tag team. I mean, that's it fire. works on so many levels.
1: That's fire. That's definitely dope. Yo, what if they would have brought you you spoke about Damian Priest? Hi, mm-hmm. what if they would have brought Damian Priest over and then Selena Vega? You feel me? Before this whole retirement, I mean, this overturned the WWE, what if they would have Selena, La, um, Selena Vega over to MoW and managed, you know, Priest, that would have been dope right there. You know what I'm saying? It worked. Or even better
0: yet, Selena Vega and her husband, Aleister Black, who's doing fuck all but reading a children's book on camera, looking stupid.
1: <laughs> well, we know he's not going to work at MoW. Not to be funny with you, uh, Aleister Black is too big of a star. You know what I'm saying? To be in MLW. No, I, I, I'm be honest with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I know mean, who I thought about? Sorry, sort of cut you off, Both keep going. I'm not,
2: I'm not. I was gonna say, you know who I even thought about throwing on the list, but I was like, I don't think he'd go there was Samoa Joe. I'm like, if he goes anywhere, he's gonna go back ooh. to impact.
1: Oh my ooh. god, but, are you
2: kidding me? I was, was like, Samoa Joe but, and MLW ooh, would be dope. Oh, nah, hell yeah, hell yeah i just he didn't think he would go because he's got that pre-existing relationship with impact right Like he's got all that history if he goes anywhere for he'd go back there plus there's the AEW connection so oh, it's, you know what man, man. i
0: don't want him to go to AEW because it's already mm-hmm. oversaturated as fuck yeah. it really yeah. is you got to create a force show just to highlight your talent like don't get yeah. me wrong danny limelight he's a great talent great fucking mm-hmm. talent and I think he's being underutilized on Dark and Evolution. I'm sorry, I do. Yeah. And it, it, they, they're creating all these shows because they don't have any ideas. Rob, Bill Collier, he's a Greek town legend, Greektown OG. He's been yeah. underutilized. John Skyler, who is one of yeah. the best technical wrestlers out there. And I didn't put him on my list. And John, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Please don't hate me. I love you. <laughs> but John Skyler uh, went on three times and had three squash matches. And that's what I don't like, because even though Dark and Evolution is highlighting people, Danny Limelight, sure, he's getting his spots, but
1: has yeah. he won? No, no, no. He he go against everybody that's going to fight on Dynamite. <laughs> you feel me? He had an eight-minute
0: match I with John Moxley. And what on. happened? Moxley just beat the fuck out of him, and that's not Danny Limelight,
1: man. Nah. It's not. Nah. But see, if you don't watch New Japan Strong... You know what I'm saying? Or anywhere else, you wouldn't know that my man's still getting it in. You know what I'm saying? Phil, you wouldn't know that shit. You wouldn't think he just getting squashed, man. Like like I said, I believed in that man a long time ago, Danny Lyon Light, like, bro. I ain't gonna lie. And just to see him do this, it's not good enough for me, but hey. It's, it's a start, you know what I'm saying? It's a start. Man. Well, he's not doing yeah. too
0: bad. I mean, the AEW money is good money. Whether you're losing or winning, you're still getting paid.
1: <laughs> I don't mind it so much when they're young
2: because it's like they're getting their name out there, they're getting their experience, and, like, every wrestler's journey is different. Some guys, like Jordan Oliver, like, like he's, what, 21, 22? Kid's yeah. already pretty known. Some people yeah. don't really hit, hit it till they're in their 30s. So it's like when they're young, it's like, okay. But when they're in their 30s, I'm like, man, I hate seeing you get squashed or, like, not getting enough time. Yeah. Um, y- you know what I mean, but yeah, like I think there's a lot of guys that they could do more with. Like I
1: hate seeing Brian Pillman get, get beat all the time. No, I can't stand that. I can't. I can't stand that shit. I can't. I- Six-hour <laughs> bus ride to go to a show to meet that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> where the fuck is Cotto Brazil? Does anybody know where the fuck is Cotto Brazil at? Yes,
0: I do. I do <laughs> know exactly where he is. He is uh, the same place Alistair Black is. The same place that everyone else is. They're in uh, purgatory.
2: Yo, purgatory.
1: Yeah, I'm head. At- <laughs> <They're in purgatory.
2: laughs> out, know, I, I remember the first time I saw AJ Styles the first time I ever saw him was in WWE and I forget who he was wrestling but he got squashed mm. but I remember he did a shooting star press and he missed it and just fucking took the, the face bomb and I went oh that must have fucking done. but I just remember like even for like a, a jobber this guy looked look pretty good and then he went off to you know ROH TNA whatever made his fucking name and then came back to WWE so it's like everyone's different some people just wwe ain't for them kenny omega was there for a little bit yeah. it wasn't for him yeah. Who what else did this thing yeah. so i respect the people that follow their own path some people's yeah. dream is to be in wwe and some people are like fuck it i want to stay at impact i
1: want to stay here yeah. i want to stay there so, like
2: everyone's different
1: i agree i, I totally agree I t- what if we see daniel bryan come to mow that'd be crazy right that would be crazy, That's but speaking,
0: speaking, on, speaking on Daniel Bryan, I mean, where does everybody, I mean, he's already stated he wants to go back on in the Indies, he wants to have a little bit of fun again, he wants to just be free reign, but does it mean that he won't make appearances here and there? He'll do something like what Matt Cordera did. Matt Cordero yeah. was in AEW for just a little short run, and then he went to Impact on a more full-time basis, yeah. but knowing that the relationships with Impact and AEW that there are no real restrictions. You can work on the Indies if you want to also same thing with NWA, you can work on the Indies. If you choose to, it's totally up to you. There's no No. restrictions there because they understand, listen, you've got, you've got fans that, that, that can't afford what we bring to the table. So Mm -hmm. they want to pay 20 bucks and see you at an intimate event. Why not? But for, for me, Daniel Bryan, I think Daniel Bryan's last bit of, of his last bit of fuel in his tank, if you will, I think it goes back to just repping the Indies. Maybe we see sprinkles of him here and there, but we're never going to see him anywhere on a full-time basis. And that's okay because Daniel Bryan now is at the status of his career Or he's yeah. like the Undertaker.
2: Give me a yeah. little bit
0: and then take it away. Yeah. Give me a little yeah. bit, take it
1: away. I can, him, oh, I can see him in New Japan. I can see Daniel Bryan in New Japan, man.
3: Oh, 100%. I, 100%. I, I, oh, yeah.
1: I, I, I can see him in an old Japan in nowhere. I can see him there. I ain't going to lie. I would love to see Daniel Bryan. Oh, Noah? Yeah. Professor Noah, I can see Daniel Bryan out there going getting get it on with the Muda. You feel I me? Mean? I can see shit like that, man. You know, one thing we haven't talked about, what about, like, ROH? Yo. There's I mean, a lot of good wrestlers at ROH. Yeah. Yeah. I love the top prospect tournament every year. I love the top prospect tournament. Yo, Shane, Taylor,
0: Betcha,
1: Shane Taylor versus Jacob
0: Fatou.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yo, we could see shit. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Shane Teller versus Calvin Tankman. Oh, yeah, come on, man. That'd be dope. mw MWROH relationship, we, you know what I'm saying? That'd be dope. F- DJ F- Black and fucking
2: Zenchy. Yeah. Oh, shit. They, they got Dan Heldon. He does c- comedy shit. He'd be good for like their, you know, cinematic, different presentation styles. Mm-hmm. They could do There's so much opportunity, man. It, and sometimes I feel like there's stuff we don't know. Like maybe people behind the scenes like fucking hate each other. And that's why these kind of things never happen. What about, but it's what like about shit, Michael- there's so much potential as a fan. It's yeah.
0: mouthwatering. Well, what about Michael Bennett and Maria Canales? Like that's a great uh, a great team to bring in the fold. Yeah. As well. Maria Canales is a fantastic. She's great on the mic. Michael yeah. Bennett as well. Jeez. Great star. Great on the mic. I love both of them. And I, 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 I've I, had the chance to interview both of them. And that's yeah. a spoiler alert. Michael Bennett's coming down the ride. Keep your eyes out on that one. It's coming soon. Yeah. But... um. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's another great tip of the iceberg. So you're right, Rob, we fucked up. We didn't talk about uh, ROH. So I'm going to leave now because you guys seem to have it well in hand. And uh, I feel bad that I didn't mention ROH because that's one of my favorite promotions. I fucked up. Now Shane's going to, Shane Taylor's going to watch this. You fucked up. You fucked I fucked up. I fucked <laughs> up. All right. Bov, you're now the new host of MLW Rewind. I'm going to pass up. Uh, peace out. <laughs>
1: well. <laughs> I'm lost. I've never been speechless before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? ROH, it would be a great addition. And again, there's also connections in ROH that lead us back to Lucha Underground, that lead us back to everywhere else. All these little, all this yellow brick road that we've been following, all I can say is this conversation's gone over an hour. I'm exhausted, but I still want more because fuck, my head my head hurts from, the ideas are great. And it shows so the potential. For next time and we we leave them wanting more.
2: That's right. There definitely
0: has to be a part two or a part three of this, whatever you want to call it. There has to be more. But final thoughts on this with the open draft looming and all the great names that we've thrown out. Who do you really think? And we got about a few minutes left before we wrap it up. But who do you really think is going to be the number one draft pick? We've thrown out some great lists, everybody. I'm putting everybody in the spot right now, myself included. Who is the number one draft pick? The number one free agent that's out there that nobody has touched yet. Who's number one? Both.
1: Yo, I'm gonna stick with my boy, uh, 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 Blaze Haram. Blaze Haram, our Dirty Hill Hardcore Champion. Feel me? <laughs> I could be wrong, oh. but right. I'm going. I'm sticking with my boy, man. <laughs> Bobby B. Who's number
2: one? I'm going with Lee Lee Moriarty, man. He's he's one of the hottest unsigned talents on the scene, man. That's that's my pick. Absolutely, and I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna go with uh, somebody who, like you said, visa issues are cleared up. Speedball Mike Bailey. We need to see Speedball in in MLW (laughs) on so many levels. And um, lest we all not forget too that don't forget Leo Rush is not signed to MLW. He never was, so that could be a potential of actually getting the man of the hour signed. But mm. the problem is with Leo Rush is that Myron Reed's already dusted him. The hype is over. I love yeah. Leo Rush. But yeah. the fact that Myron Reed kicked out of two final hours yeah. and hit the five and hit the clap splash. Yeah. It's
2: what does that mutual respect it's leads to Leo the- Rush? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, gentlemen, this conversation has been electric. It's been everything I knew it was going to be. Both before. We jump off. Please shout out your socials for the world so everyone can find you and your boy, Kenneth, the other half of the Dirty Heels. Where can they find you? Where can they follow you? When do episodes drop?
1: Give them everything. Yo, you already know this is the D-O-E, Good Brother Bowl, one half of the Dirty Hills podcast. Shout out to my co-host, the uh, the, the other Good Brother, for a weeks in. You can find us on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Pro Wrestling Tees. we on Twitter. Just hashtag Dirty Hills, man. You're going to find us sooner or later, man. I uh, appreciate you, George. Bobby B. It's a pleasure. And hopefully Absolutely. we can do it again, man. You already know.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, my socials are always at the end of the show, but uh, I'm a glutton for self promotion, so I'll just do it anyways. At underscore straight talk on Twitter, straight talk wrestling on YouTube, the only place that you can find MLW Rewind every Sunday. And we're going to keep these coming as long as we can. We may take a little break, just wait until July, but we're going to keep them coming. If we got something to say, we definitely will. And uh, straight talk wrestling on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And I'm on pro wrestling tees too. Uh, you know, straight talk, we spit a truth 100% all the time.
2: And we always humble. Bobby B. You can catch me on Instagram. I'm uh, at the real Uncle Bobby B. No, oh, it's this side here. That's me. And uh, Or you can find us at Stogie Mania, where we talk cigars and wrestling. Uh, we're starting back up again soon because we've been on hiatus due to uh, bullshit pandemic. Absolutely, absolutely. No, the pandemic isn't bullshit. It's bull. It's bullshit that it's occurring, is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we understand that, Rob. We didn't need to say
0: Okay, good. I don't <laughs> want people to think greatest I'm words,
1: like some great words. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck. He, he, you know, we had so much great fire. And now the wind is taken out of our sails. He fucked it all up. <laughs> my forte. Both, he ruined it. He ruined it, both. <laughs> all right, guys, as always, I'm your host, your boy, George mckay Peace, love, and wrestling to my podcast, life partner, Uncle Bobby B, and my brother from another mother, my Harlem fam. And when uh, this fucking uh, pandemic is over, I'm um, on my way to Harlem because I got to do Dirty Heel. I have to. I'm the, I'm the honorary third Dirty Heel. I got to do it.
1: I'm yeah, so
0: one. I got to do it. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. Wish love, everyone. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll oh, talk to you pleasure.
1: soon. know it.